This is Not A Movie Podcast, the show where we talk about literally nothing and sometimes movies. I'm Nikolai Bain and I have with me, uh, as I do every week, uh, Nevin Jojo. Hola. And Daniel Ranch. Kia It's good to be back. Um, it's been a while. Obviously, there are, there are many many listeners who, who are sad to, to see us without an episode for such a long time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's but a massive We want to make it up to you so we can have a corker of an episode. Oh man, this is going to be a good one. I hope you I hope you buckled in. Yeah, all, all your different buckles. Yeah, all three of them. Uh, well, we've been away. We've uh, watched a lot of movies, oh, haven't we? Have Have you? Yes, at least at least <laughs> one. Now, what have you watched? One. You watched with one. Those, which is the one I watched with you guys. Uh, you only watched Joker. You just watched the one. Uh, I've also just been watching The Office. Oh, yeah, it's the only other thing. Good call. You don't get that much. <laughs> Not to movies, no. <laughs> I mean, how how many times did you go out to watch your movies? I've been to the cinema four times in the past two weeks. Oh my god! No way! Yeah, that's, oh, that's gonna be here in the tonight. I mean, I watched The Joker twice, so we're gonna talk about The Joker twice. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm. Mm. Oh, super quickly, is this gonna be spoiler free? Um, I'd say no. Yeah. Can we? Can this we is a spoiler warning. Is there any chance we can keep it spoiler free, or should we say if you were gonna watch the movie? Maybe stop listening, otherwise skip ahead 10 minutes because we're going to spoil it now. Okay, well, shall we speak a little more generally about the film and then delve into the specifics? Well, I've already given a spoiler warning, so you do just want to spoil it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, if you want to critique a film on how much it's got people talking about it, yeah. then it's one of the most talked about films of that I can remember of the last few years. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously... Um, Avengers Endgame was a massive deal mm. and, you know people were flocking to see that when it came out True. but in terms of ideas or its portrayal of certain things I mean Joker's just threw it out of the park I'd say yep definitely uh, in terms of any specific scenes you might want to talk about yeah yeah so there were there were several moments in that when I was like oh shit did that just happen every murder scene whenever Arthur Joker meant to kill people. I thought it was portrayed in like a really shocking way. Like mm-hmm. obviously the first one where he's killing those guys on the the train, and how you just the the build up to it. Like you know they start the guy starts singing to him, and you can tell you know Arthur's got that gun. Like we know he's got that gun, and you're like, is he finally going to use it? Um, but for sure, the the biggest oh shit moment for me was when he was on the the talk show with um. Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and I just remember the build up to that sequence like thinking this guy's gonna have on his show someone's just killed what three people yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you need to have a better screening of your guests but um once he once he you know started talking and um you know saying that it killed those people on the train and then just starts getting more and more angry about society and the the guy hosting the show until he finally you know shoots him in the face. I was yeah. like, fuck, that is, that is bold. Like that sums up the movie for me. It should be a really bold, bold ambitious movie mm. that's not afraid to, you know, try and shock people. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my biggest damn moment. It's interesting though, because I feel like obviously a lot of deaths happen in movies and especially in, in superhero or action movies, a lot of people die. So, like, what do you think specifically? Because when you think about this movie, only, like, maybe five or six people, like, that we see die. Mm -hmm. Why why does it make it so much more intense in this movie? What what does it? I 
I think, um, well, like one example that I was like just thinking of was how, like in Joker, when like uh, Robert De Niro uh, gets shot in the face, yeah, you, if you can act like you're actually seeing the shot, like him shooting, and then like actually seeing the effect of it, yeah, and like seeing someone die and and, and that pain is something like something really dark, yeah. and then you can't something you can't. That's not something that you can like. You know that you need time to process it. Yeah, um, and you, when you actually see it in the Joker, that is more intense. It's it's the split seconds of like actually watching like the blood. Yeah, blood. Fly. Like yeah, like like the, that huge explosion kind of thing of like just blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You don't see that a lot in movies. Yeah. A lot of the time, there's either it's either hidden like away from the camera yeah. or just no blood to kind yeah. of make it a bit more yeah. I guess digestible. Yeah, I think one of the main things that made the deaths in Joker so much more real and shocking than ones in, you know, typical Marvel superhero movies is just because of how how real and, and ordinary Joker was in a lot of ways. Like, there were no superpowers, you know, yeah. no characters which were, like, um, you know, looked really strange or looked really different from us mm. or had powers that we couldn't understand. And I think in a way that takes away from impact yeah. of of a death in a way that the deaths of ordinary people yeah. were suffering. Because, you know, there's so much suffering in this film, yeah. right? And I think, yeah, they just made, and also the way they're portrayed, I guess, like you are saying about, you know, the violent superhero deaths are, you know, less realistic and then maybe less believable yeah. than, you know, just being shot with a gun. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't really, like, relate with, like, big superheroes. Like, someone with, a, like, a lot of superpowers just died and you can't really relate to them. You can't connect with them because, like, yeah. they're nothing like us. They're not, like, a human being. Mm. Yeah. And another interesting thing I just read in a review of this film is how it, it's got no sentimentality. mm and, you know, in, like, deaths in superhero movies where, like, you know, your favorite character dies, there's so much kind of emotion in it and, you know, sad music mm. and, you know, them people, they love, you know, crowding next to them, you know, being really sad. And they're just kind of, they kind of cope these deaths in this kind of, yeah, emotional sentimentality. Yeah, I guess we didn't really, like, know what, what kind of, like emotion we were supposed to be like expecting from mm. for this particular uh, um director yeah because i guess that kind of leads us to the the controversial heart of joker and that you know talking about you know the themes and how it relates to today so like joker was about this anger and frustration of like you know the lower class or people who are struggling to have enough food to to, to um, survive to survive against, you know, the upper class, all the rich people who think they know, understand um, everyone else, but they don't. And in terms of what kind of emotions that stirs up in people watching it mm. and, you know, the, the people that um, Joker shot on the train, mm. yeah, I mean, pretty much we don't see anyone mourning for them. It's everyone like, everyone's like, you know, they were, you know, these upper class um upper class guys and they're the symbol for what we hate about society mm -hmm. and what we need to get rid of and that inspired all these other people to um, stand up around Joker 
And then obviously right at the end, you see, you know, that final scene as well before the scene in the, like the mental institution or whatever, yeah. you see him like standing on top of a car or something, all these other people yeah. around him, like idolizing him as the figurehead for this movement. Um, some kind of, almost like a revolution. Mm. And I guess the controversy is whether that kind of thing is shocking or actually inspiring to people who agree with yeah. the things that, you know, the Joker and and the people, uh, the other people writing uh, stand for. Yeah, because uh, that's something that um, uh, a lot of people ask the director and um, um, the Wacken. actor. Wacken. 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 Is that right? Oh, pretty close, I think. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, during like interviews, like, you know, do you think this will, like, um, just like in some ways promote violence and like, you know, give people motivation to like, you know, take part in violent activities yeah. or like violent riots. riots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, they didn't say that it won't because, you know, it could, it could actually like, mm. like, like at least, yeah, like motivate people to do something similar. It feels like a stretch. Like, I see what they're saying, but in terms of someone actually watching a movie and then being like, all right, let's do this. You know, like, <laughs> this is inspiring. Let's, let's fuck up some rich people. Oh, I mean, there were it cases like when people actually, like, well, so there are movies that people watched and then, like, you know, like, oh, that murder looks very, like, realistic. Like, yeah. uh, when I, like, and people have actually done murders similar to mm. that based on those movies. Yeah. So it's, it's something that has happened before. But these but are crazy people, right? These exactly, are not ordinary yeah. people. This, this right. is not like, <laughs> n- like the normal population. This yeah. is like the very like specific group of people. So like, mm. but like uh, what, uh, what they were saying is that like violence is to violence and then like there are still cases that could happen. Yeah. But like, it's not something that, like that doesn't mean that like this is not happening in normal life either. Mm. So like people do still, you know, do violent um, like crimes and stuff and they're, the movies are showing what it does happen in real life I guess mm-hmm. so um, they're not motivated uh, like they're not creating a reason for like a motivation they're just showing what already exists I guess um, did you guys actually like find any like not here like easter eggs kind of things in, in the movie or because I found a couple of things actually um, I mean the one sort of like fun thing to notice I guess was you know, tying into the broader Batman mm. character oh, the story. Mm. Um, and just, you know, we see, you know, see baby Batman. Yep. Baby Batman, yeah. <laughs> and obviously his parents. And Alfred. Alfred, yeah. Yeah, Alfred. Yeah. Alfred looks slightly younger than... Um, I wish he had a name tag saying, like, I'm Alfred, because I didn't <laughs> know until someone <laughs> told me, like, yeah, that was Alfred. Well, yeah, I think since... We like he was at the mansion, like yeah. he was outside the mansion, and that's usually like four main people in that mansion. Yeah, the parents, Batman, and Alfred. And I, I think it was. I was uh, just saying, you're really yeah. dumb, Nick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe you missed that. I wish that little kid had the I am Batman because I had no idea. I was like, who is this little kid? Well, yeah. Why yeah. do we care? Well, didn't you see that part where like Joker asked, uh, "Oh, what's your name?" and then he said, "I'm Batman." <laughs> <laughs> 
because <laughs> he was practicing from a very young age. Hey, do you think that that actor, that little kid, kind of sucked, or do you think his like character was just supposed to be to stand there and not really do anything? I think so, because like Batman, um, at least well, uh, his, his voice definitely wasn't the same as uh, <laughs> oh, Batman, so. definitely um, unrealistic to, to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the well, Bat, well, yeah, you can't really, yeah, because Bat, um, not Batman. Um, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne mm. um, is not known for like being like um, like a shy person, I guess. Like Bruce Wayne, like in all the movies, like, is supposed to be like more of a like a. Uh, well, he's like, pretty. He's, he's extra, pretty tight-lipped, though. Extroverted. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't think well, he's not Bruce really tight. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess it depends on which movie you're talking about, right? Because uh, f- um, I'd the, say he's shy to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan's um, Batman well, I was probably well, Bruce Wayne was probably more. Talkative and then like you know connected with people in the outside. So Christian like, Bale's uh, Christian Bale's Batman, Batman. yeah. But like Ben Affleck's Batman was probably more like quieter. Yeah. But like again, I, I yeah. don't like Ben Affleck's Batman. But um, I don't know if you're reading too much into their extroversion versus introversion when they were superhero versus when they were like, ten years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying that like Bruce Wayne's personality when he was older was like in yeah. at least in some movies was more extroverted. Which is what I, w- I I would connect with him when he was younger, like you know. But uh, again, when, I mean, you, when, when you see this weird guy at your shop at your gate, though, you're probably not gonna be like, "Oh, good day, good day, mate." How's it going? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I see your point though. Um, when yeah. yeah, like he is. I think he did a perfectly fine job for yeah. the role that he had to play. I'm just saying, I've seen better ten year olds in, in <laughs> well, movies. This is well, like two he, minute scene. In, in general, like he has seen ten, better ten year olds. Oh <laughs> Not putting that on Moving record. On. But no, one thing that I did notice was that um, the the time in the clock in each of the scenes were exactly the same. Really? And it was the same as the no one. way. Yeah, and it was the same as the one that, uh, in the last scene in the um, mental institution. So what people are saying is that like, this, all of this happened in his, in his mind. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, fuck that. Well, no, that's... Well, like... Whether if, if it's true, if the clocks were all the same, yeah, then what other explanation for that can there be? Saying that, well, no, no. The, uh, so what the movie I think is doing is like you're pretty much allowed to like you know come up with your own like meaning to whatever is happening, right? Yeah, right. So I think this is like one of the meanings that they they that could be implied. What's the other meaning? Like they happen to do everything at the exact same time every day, <laughs> each day. <laughs> oh, mate, yo, it's like. Uh, 20 past 10, like, you get time to uh, go shoot people. I mean, or a broken clock broken. is wrong twice a day. So. Or the oh, clocks yeah. are broken in every building that they shoot the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think it is, like, you know, them, them giving multiple meanings, giving people, like, different, like, things to believe in. Because um, they could think that this is not, like, what actually built, happened. That and the that clock's order is broken. Yeah, they could have, go for a more optimistic thing that this is actually something that a crooked, well, like, uh, like a broken mind is coming up with. I think if I had to pick a favorite scene, it would be where he finally like becomes the Joker character in like visually mm. when he's got his yes. full face of makeup, um, is his suit like orange jacket and stuff, and he's dancing at the bottom of those steps. Yeah, and like I can't remember what the music was, but it was bound to be some really cool music in the background. Oh. Uh, yeah, it could be that. Is that one? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just 
That's like definitely one of the more arty moments. Mm. Like, you know, you wouldn't see that in very many other movies. Mm. Yeah. Just to kind of focus on the visuals and movement and sound and color. Um, oh, the, the I ones, really enjoyed the ones in the and when he was in the bathroom after shooting the the three guys or no walking down the stairs. At the very uh, end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, see, see. And I just thought of another one actually. Um, another favorite scene. <laughs> another more favorite yeah. scene. Well, no, fa- this was more of a favorite like image or Got camera it. camera shot. Mm-hmm. So another one of the very shocking deaths, well, more murders, was when he goes. No, I think his his mates from the clown business come and visit him. Mm. So the the boss or his mate and the really short guy. Yeah. And then he obviously fucking stabs the the big guy. Yeah. You know, ten times. Yeah. Um, and then you see this bit where he's like leaning against a wall or yeah. like sitting on the floor or something, and you see his face, which is covered, which is white because he's got all his makeup on, right? Mm. And then next to him, it's just this blood splattered wall. Yeah. So it's like white and red, mm. and it's just the the best use of color in a, like in the in a shot I've seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and just adds to you know the shock of, of all these uh, yeah all these deaths yeah, yeah. I really cool. thought it was cool. Uh, I mean, we could probably ramble on about this for a very long time. Yeah. So I guess if we if we were to wrap it up, is how would you want to rate it? Like, <sighs> will we rate it out of ten? I know last time we gave gave it out of hucks. I think um, we gave it out about thirty three or thirty six hucks. Yeah, that was pretty. Oh, that's a lot of hugs. That's a lot of hugs. Yeah. So if I we mean, were to what's do the it? maximum takeaway ten percent? Yeah. That is my rating. Um, yeah. So a traditional scale, that's four out of five. Four out of five. No, no, sorry, four point five out of five. Four point five out of five. You know, the, the point five is very controversial in the out of five. You know, because if, if you're going to do a point five, then just do it out of ten. You know, the point of one right. to five is like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So it's so nine out of ten. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would give it a 9 out of 10. You, yeah. you want to do out of 10? I would honestly also give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I went with someone um, the second time that I watched this, and he happened to say that it was quite boring. Mm. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yep. He thought it was boring. He thought it was boring. We'll, we'll go further into this later, but um, just thought I'd add that in there. Just well, a side can, note. can you please briefly expand on that? Because I'd be interested to hear someone else's point of view. Uh, not in the podcast. Okay. But I would talk sure. about that. Uh, I guess our official, this is not a movie podcast rating where we don't talk about movies is a 9 out of 10. So, um, oh, isn't it 27 out of 10? Uh, oh, sorry, it's 27, out of, 27 out of 33. 20, so it's 27 <laughs> out of 33 hucks. Um, if that might sound like a movie that you might want to go and watch, go and watch it. It's called The Joker. It's probably not on cinemas anymore, so you probably have to pirate it or wait for it to come out on DVD. Oh, we don't, we don't support uh, piracy. Yeah. But however, if you find a really good uh, copy of it online, just uh, tweet at us. Yep. And uh, we'll uh, not pirate it. We don't support pirating and we also don't support buying it uh, at a store. So we don't support anything. <laughs> not for anything. Um, what we'll do is we're, we're going to take a quick break, uh, have, a, have a bit of a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about cock. Welcome back. Um, right now, we're going to have a discussion about cock. So, um, brace yourself. What can you guys tell me about cock? All right, Nevin, do you want to sum it up? Oh, um, I don't know. Can I sum- summarize that cock? 
Um, How do you summarize cock? I mean, uh, let me, I mean, let me just two it's words. Hard, it's hard to really get it out. It's, you know, it's a bit of a mouthful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you uh, two words. Impressive package. But was it impressive package? <sighs> you, you know, can I, you guys talk about what it is first? <laughs> yes, we should talk about uh, what what it is actually. Um, so um, it is a play that is currently um, getting. Uh, there's currently playing. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's been touring around the world. It's yeah, yeah. been at Circuit oh, Theatre. Yeah, is it a world thing? Yeah, so it's a US, UK, wow. um, New Zealand, but like they're all different casts. So uh, yeah. this is not the same cast as the ones in the UK and US. Gotcha. Um, but it is like the story about this um, these two guys. Uh, there's these two um, gay couples and how they like one of them is like a more of like a submissive kind of person like gets shot shot down every time and the other person's like <laughs> more of like um um like a dominant person in terms of like almost like like personality yeah mm. so they um uh they break up they break up so the submissive guy says, says he doesn't want any more of this from uh, the dominant dude yeah. anymore so break up cock well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe read between the lines here. Okay, <laughs> maybe that as well. Yeah. So yeah, it starts off with them having an argument, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really good, good acting. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was very believable. Mm. You know, it's it seemed like a real conversation that a gay couple would have. Mm. Uh, very kind of emotional and that kind of thing. And then the the guy who breaks up um, meets a girl, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then decides that hey, she's kind of nice. Maybe I should go with her. Yeah, date her for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so he was dating her for like two weeks or so. And but like, he was still seeing the guy who was um, he Oof. was originally like dating. I love myself a good triangle. Oh, good yeah. love triangle. Good love triangle, it's but essential. like, but shouldn't a love triangle be like everyone loves each other? Oh, you're right. It's like yeah. a V. Morgan V, yeah. Like a V. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the uh, person was, like, seeing the guy and then, like, but, like, they all knew that this was happening. I don't know why this relationship was existing in the first place. Um, But um, they, yeah, they were seeing each other and then, like, the main, like, uh, part is where they... They they all meet up. Yeah. So the the guy, the the main dude, says to both his old boyfriend and his new girlfriend that, look... Uh, I'm really indecisive, but I'm finally going to break up with the other person, not you. I'm definitely going to go with you. He says that to both of them. Oh, yeah. my God. So then, like, the climax of the film. <laughs> climax. Yeah. The climax of cock. Yep. Is when they all get together for dinner. Yes. And each of his partners expect that he's going to tell the other one that he's not going to see them anymore. Yep. So, and obviously that, you know, gets a bit awkward once mm. I find out that he hasn't made his decision. Mm-hmm. And so the last like fifteen minutes of this play are just him being crippled with indecision yep. about whether he's you know gay or not, or whether he likes him or whether he likes her, and it, you know it's it's hilarious the awkwardness, mm. and it gets even funnier when the father of the other guy's dad comes along, like Positive, this really uh, this really kind of straight um, like old, old male um, yeah. Very trying like- to sort out. You know, his gay son and his partner who's broken up with them yeah. and trying to get them together again. Yeah, the, the very blokey, um, strict, 
almost like a military dad. Okay. Um, like, yeah, joins the dinner with the 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 gay couple and the third like female partner mm. um, to make like make up the mind for the guy so that he can decide that he should go with his son. Um, like, uh, yeah. So it was a very uh, like a, lo- a lot of emotions. Um, the acting for like there were only four pe- people in the cast, and they were like you know they were the all, whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They were like really good. Um, uh, well, I don't know. Should, should we spoil the ending? Were <laughs> no one's gonna go and watch it. <laughs> Who is right, gonna spoiler go and alert, watch Spoiler it? alert! About people the, don't even know this exists. Um, so, spo- oh, well, the the ending is pretty much like him, kinda um, choosing the um, the gay dude over the girl, and then so she leaves, and then after that, he is um, like you know, li- pretty much like uh, stuck with the guy. And like he pretty much like is still indecisive about his decision. He's yeah, just like he's just like sitting there on the floor, uh, trying to like uh, figure out what like what he actually did. Like he he's still yeah like his, mm. his entire indecision, mental like in a personality that yeah. he has is like crippling him kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he really chooses by not choosing. Yeah, like he just literally stays where he is, and yeah. that's where his partner, his old partner, lives. So yeah. like you've decided, but yeah, I think he did. They, that actor did such an amazing job of portraying that mm. that indecision and like confusion because you could see literally sweat like trickling off his face and yeah. he's just like almost trembling yeah. with you know this is you know a big decision and he has just has no idea um, and yeah I thought it was really good yeah no me too like I this was the first time I'm actually watching like a show, uh, like a, like an actual play yeah. where, uh, like they, where I managed to understand that like the more you pay for like a, sh- like a theatrical show, the better the show usually is. And like, it yep. doesn't usually go hand in hand for most of the things that you pay for, but like I've seen like $10 shows and like the quality of it, you know, like it's not that great. But like it's tough to watch. Yeah, it is tough to watch. And like the ten dollars shows that you watched, uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> name any at the moment. But um, there were Hamilton. Um, excuse me. <laughs> In terms of how much it would have cost to put on, it was a very cheap production. Yes. Like yeah. there was no stage decoration. No props. No no props. No costume changes. And the only way that indicated a scene change was really interesting. They would just shine like a light like they would cover the stage in red or pink or something and the actors would just rearrange themselves well they, yeah. and then they'd start a new scene yeah they walk in like as if they're like on like following like the footsteps of the person who's standing standing in front of it like a train and they just like walk <laughs> yeah it's pretty much like a train like they were forming a train of people and then like like a chain of people i guess and then they just like walk in like a very like smooth manner, and then just like get back to the position where they should be. Wow. So like yeah, it's it's actually really it was really interesting to see like how the transition. Was. So did it work then? Yeah, yeah, it was it was like a really like uh, like good way to transition between scenes because I have seen shows where people like like the lights dim, yeah. and there are like people who are like managing the scenes, wearing all black, yep. changing all the props while the between scenes. Which is actually yeah. like it's well, obviously not that great. you need to do that if you've got some massive stage design. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you do need that for certain shows, I guess. But like, and some of them pull it off really well. You go to some big productions, mm. and it'll just be uh, seamless. Yeah, know, yeah. From one scene to the next, you're like, how the hell did they make this 
set look completely different in yeah. five seconds. No, absolutely. Like um, that part is actually quite, quite like impressive. Um, I have seen like shows where people like like as part of their own characteristics take uh, props with them like to do different things and clean up while they're doing the show that by the end of that scene it looks like you know they're ready for the next scene kind of thing mm. so that's actually also like really good um and like i feel like shows like hamilton I, I, they don't really have a lot of like scene changes right they usually have like no a, idea i know i know they don't have that have a lot of like scene changes anyway uh where they like um, they like they have characters going in and out, and there's like a little bit of pause, but they don't actually change the props exactly, particularly. Mm. They just like pretty much clean up after themselves, so it's like a really seamless process. Which that's actually a show that I would actually like in a page watch, even if it's not like, expensive. Yeah, I guess it's one of the things about going to see theater than a, rather than a movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this it's live entertainment, mm-hmm. you know. And the, and the actors were like really good as well. Like I was like surprised at like how good they were because um, yeah. I I mean obviously I didn't know anything about the show yeah. before watching it. Um, but it's like still watching the show and we're like, oh wow, that's actually like really good and like yeah. yeah. If if you were to rate, could you rate cock out of ten? Is that possible? You can uh, rate it out of inches. <laughs> oh my fucking <laughs> god! <laughs> oh. Uh. How would you rate this out of 10 inches? <laughs> yeah, we're not... This isn't a competition, David. <laughs> well, my... Yeah, I'm just telling you my You're only right. <laughs> How many inches would you give this? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a... Well, you know, it, it depends on uh, if you're um, comparing... Depends yeah. what you're into, really. <laughs> it depends on if you're. I mean, if you're into theatre, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like if you're comparing with, if you're comparing cock with, like, I don't know, other shows. Yes. Uh, no, but if, not you, cock. if you're just looking at this cock by itself, <laughs> for what it is, yeah. <laughs> if I'm, uh... it's not beat around the bush, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. In that case, like, give uh, it up, mate. I'll, I'll probably, uh, probably give it a um, uh, seven inches. Ten inches. Yeah, I'd give it. I'd give it eight out of ten inches. Eight yeah. out of ten inches. Okay, all right. That's pretty long. Well, uh, you can find us on Twitter now. We are not a movie cast on Twitter, and also you can email us if you have any suggestions or you want to tell us that this podcast is terrible, it's boring. You want to suggest something. You want to tell us to stop. Maybe you want Nevin to leave, or you want more cock. Let us know. If yeah. you want more cock, we would be happy to hear. Let us know. We are not a movie podcast at gmail.com or not a movie cast. On Twitter, do get in touch. Uh, that is all for this week. We will see you next time, where the next time is. It might be a week. It'll likely be three probably, years, probably a year or two. Three years, maybe. Three years. Yeah. That is how we're feeling. Yeah. Kakita no. That means goodbye. <laughs>